0: What is up, Still Studyings? Happy Steelers Sunday. Welcome to episode number 126 of the study session. Seven straight days of sessions here with your host. That's me, Jeremy Ritz from the Still Study. Thanking you so much for joining me here on this Sunday as you are preparing for the first primetime game, the first Sunday night contest for the Steelers this season against the Seattle Seahawks. A beat up Seattle Seahawks team. Wanna express my gratitude to you for joining me here on the study session today. Let you know that I appreciate you. Thank you so much for sharing my work with your family and friends. It means the world to me to help me spread the message about the still Study. You know I would love to connect with you so please drop me a line via email at thestillstudy at gmail.com and also give me a follow on twitter at stillstudy and let's connect if you have a question comment feedback whatever I would love to hear from you but this Sunday we're gonna call this a Steelers Stream of Consciousness Sunday as we prepare for the Seahawks and just some random thoughts as we prepare for the game. Can't believe that it's already week six. I remember talking the draft and figuring out who the Steelers were going to select with their first pick, the debate about whether or not it was going to be a running back, whether or not it was going to be an offensive lineman. Obviously, that has since been answered with the Steelers drafting Najee Harris. And now we're seeing, we're starting to see what he can bring to the table. What type of player he is. And really, he's only scratched the surface of what he's capable of. He had his coming out party last week against the Broncos with 122 yards. And seems primed and poised for a big showing Sunday night against the Seahawks. And in Harris's favor is the fact that Seattle's defense is just bad. It's it's not just bad, it's on pace to set some records for being historically one of the worst defenses ever. And not just against the pass, but also against the run, giving up over 140 yards per contest. And if ever there were a game where Najee can just explode bust out and chomp off 150 plus yards rushing this is the game and that would be massive not just for the team to win the contest but in terms of what that would do not only for Harris's confidence but for the confidence of that offensive line And I was joking with Jim Wexel on the Steelers Insider podcast that we do, I think two weeks ago, about symbiosis and how a football team is symbiotic. Each unit depends upon each other. They are inspired. They get momentum from each other. And when you have a strong rushing attack that's physical, that's gritty, that rubs off on your defense. And with a group like the Steelers have, led by T.J. Watt, they'll feed off of that. So I'm going to be watching this offensive line, I'm going to be watching Najee very closely this weekend, and what should be a big, big game rushing And, you know, when I also think about the Seahawks, I go back to that 2005 Super Bowl win. And, man, were those some good days or what? That was one of the worst days passing for Roethlisberger in in his career. I think he had a quarterback rating of 22 or something insanely low, something really abysmal. But he made clutch plays when he needed them. The bus came home to Detroit in that game. He walked off that field and retired. A legend, a Hall of Famer. But I also remember one special play. There were a lot of special plays that game, but one special play that stands out to me when I remember that Steelers versus Seahawks Super Bowl, and that's that 75 yard touchdown run by Willie Parker off the right side hits the hole and boom gone into the end zone I'd like to see Harris recreate some of that history tomorrow that'd be beautiful something that I would really like to see and feel like this team needs it again the office offense started to get going last weekend. It wasn't juggernaut level by any stretch. It was improvement. It's a work in progress. But what we need to see now, and it's probably still a few games away, but what happens when the offense and the defense both play at a high level? What type of outcome can they produce? So tomorrow, what I want to see is this Defensive unit get healthy See all those parts work together And put together a complete defensive game Like they did in Buffalo Because it's been a few games since they've played Well throughout the game Last week was the closest that they came to that But they slipped up that fourth quarter We could pinpoint that on a lot of reasons Maybe the defense was playing soft just to keep everything in front of them and as a result, they gave up a bunch of chunks. But I want to see this defense just shut it down tomorrow and suffocate this Seattle offense. And it's a wounded offense. Not only is Russell Wilson out, and Geno Smith's going to get the start. He hasn't started a game in three years, but they are... The Seahawks are also down their starting running back. So they're not going to have their feature, featured runner. The biggest threat to the Steelers' defense will be D.K. Metcalf. Metcalf. Who is a stud, physical specimen, elite speed. They're going to have to be prepared to stop him because he can, with ease, get behind a defense. But the question there is going to be, can the Seahawks protect long enough, give Smith enough time to be able to deliver him the football? That's the big question. If they can't protect for Smith, the Seahawks are in trouble and the Steelers could have a big day. And I know we've already talked about it and brought it up and tossed it around a little bit, but the Steelers also have to be on guard and not have the letdown. This game, we know Tomlin at times after big wins, not saying that that Broncos win was a big win, but in games in which his team should win, they flounder and they botch a contest and lose a game they have no business losing. They have to be on guard for that, and I'm certain that Tomlin spent some extra time talking about making sure they're prepared, making sure their intensity is up, And that they secure this win Sunday night. Three and three. While it's not four and two, and I talked talked about that this summer, when Tomlin's team Tomlin's teams go four and two in those first six games, eight out of nine times they made it to the postseason. They're not going to hit that four and two mark, but they have a chance to go three and three, and every season is different. But if they want to make the postseason, they're definitely going to have to win on Sunday. They can do it. They've just gotta execute. And studying, 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 dialing it back a bit today, on this Sunday, I'm going to let you relax, rest up, ease up, just a little stream of consciousness, Steelers, on this Sunday. It's going to be a long day before this game kicks off tonight, so something easy, cool to get you thinking about the game, get you excited about the game, and let's cheer our Steelers on to their third victory. I wanna thank you for joining me today. And if you've been with me all week, all seven days, thank you so much, my gratitude to you for being a supporter of the Still Study. Listen to the study sessions, listen to the Still Study podcast, it does mean the world to me. Please continue to share my work with your family and friends. That helps me spread the word, the message of the Still Study and grow the site so I can bring you more content. I would love to connect with you, please drop me a line via email at thestillstudy at gmail.com and also give me a follow on Twitter at Still Study beautiful beautiful studies you're the best and check this out life is beautiful in the black and gold peace everybody remember Steelers 33 Seahawks 16 out